0: Today with Clare Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years, cashandcarrykitchens.ie now in just three and a half weeks on March the 8th you will be asked to cast your vote in two referendums on changes to the Constitution. One referendum extends the definition of family beyond relationships based on marriage. The other replaces references to women's lives and a mother's duty in the home with an undertaking to strive to support the provision of care by members of a family to one another. Well I'm joined in the studio now by four people with a clear view on these questions. I have Chair of the National Women's Council of Ireland Orla O'Connor and Fianna Fáil TD for me the East and Minister of State at the Department of Tourism Culture Arts Talk, Sports and Media Thomas Byrne and both are advocating for a yes yes vote and advocating for a no no vote Our broadcaster journalist and barrister Brenda Power and Ayn leader and TD for me the East Pather Tobin and you're all welcome thank you for being here to discuss this this morning we'll get straight into it uh, Thomas Byrne what is a durable relationship
1: a durable relationship in the Constitution will be in, will be other relationships that will be recognized as founding the family. So the key thing in the Constitution, in Article 41, is the family. And what the, at the moment, the Constitution only recognises the family founded on marriage. What's going to happen now if this is passed is that the Constitution will recognize families, whether founded on marriage or on other durable relationships.
0: Well, what is that, I suppose, is the question? Well, the what key is thing it is, what is a
1: family? That's the key thing for the Constitution. Uh, and the, what we're saying here is that the family would be extended beyond marital relationships. But all the while, the Constitution will continue to recognise the family as the primary and fundamental unit group of society and as a moral institution possessing inalienable and imprescriptible rights, uh, antecedent and superior to all positive law. So the important point is, what is a family? At the moment, the family is only founded on marriage the constitution will extend that to other durable relationships and what that means is that it will include other relationships such as irish law already recognised, including, in, recognises including recognises including including single parent families uh, and the wide variety of relationships
2: okay. that are in Irish society and Irish life at the
0: moment. Well, Paddy, you object to that. You object to this term durable relationships. Why?
2: Yeah, because it's just because like, Thomas was not able to answer a question, what is a durable relationship? The minister hasn't been able to answer it. Nobody has been able to answer it from the government's perspective. And actually, we've been told that a judge will decide what it is in the future. That's reverse democracy. In In, in, a, in a democracy, the people make the law the the judges then uh, apply that law to society. There's serious implications for the sloppy uh, language uh, in these amendments, potentially on succession, taxation, social welfare, um, all of these things. And the government can't tell us what those consequences are because it can't tell us the definition. What are you
0: concerned about specifically in that regard?
2: Well, obviously, if you have a, uh, for example, succession law is a very big thing in, in Ireland. There's often cases that come before the courts of different members of the family disputing uh, wills, for example. Uh, and what you often see is the judges obviously make a decision on the basis of what's the definition of a family Thomas is. Bourne, you're, you're
0: dying that's to get absolute, in there. What, because what?
2: it's not true. The judges make their decision in succession law on the Succession
1: Act. That's, that's how they make decisions, on the Succession Act. And your rights to succession... Whether if there 's no will, whether it 's a, a wife, whether it 's a cohabitant, whether it 's a child, a married child, an unmarried child, come from succession law. statutes, laws that the Iraqus passes they don 't come from the constitution they come so from just, laws that just, we pass. just
2: for an example of this, if there was a, an individual who made a decision to leave property to a, a nephew and they got married, well then in the married situation of the family um, the, that will will become null and void um, now who knows for example in a, if what kind of durable relationship would nullify and a will in the future and that's a serious question and it's it's like the idea that we have a society a, a democracy that can't even define the terms that we're putting into the constitution is incredible. The constitution is the fundamental law. It defines the rights of its citizens and it defines the responsibility of okay, a can, of, of the government. And can I get a view? Can I get a view of Orla o-
0: o- O'Connor here yeah. on the other side of this? I mean, in your view, what families will benefit from that change in wording?
3: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, what's really important for people in this referendum with regard to the family is. In the Constitution right now, we are excluding thousands of families. We're excluding unmarried families, lone parents, and that is so important that they're included. It's so important that there's over 40% of children are born into unmarried families. It's so important that they're included. It, to have a definition of the family based on marriage we know we're excluding people by that and that is ultimately And you th- believe this change t- does include those families Oh it absolutely families. includes them and and that's the choice that people will have on the 8th of March Do you want to include those families and I firmly believe that for the vast majority of people in Ireland of course they think unmarried unmarried families unmarried mm-hmm. couples are a family but we have to get out and vote for that okay, on the 8th of March Brenda you're, you're shaking yeah. your head
4: Yeah I mean again the fact that we can cannot define the, the meaning of the word durable it has to be a concern um, all the only attempts at defining it that I've heard so far have, have sort of seemed to suggest that it has to be some kind of a romantic relationship are you do you get Christmas cards sent to you as a couple do you get invited to places as a couple so here Valentine's Day we're telling any single parent who is not in a durable relationship that she's not a family. If you're not in a durable relationship, if you're not married and not in a durable relationship, you do not meet the definition of family. Orly, Orly, you don't see that here. No, because
3: because we know and I mean the, the uh, minister said that, and the government have said that durable relationship does include one parent families lone parents
4: and, and that's but who's you know, a durable relationship with who is if you're not in a romantic relationship their child, if you're not in a durable they're already the protected or that's a family, family. relation okay. between parents and children already the protected the of this is do this we, is, we
3: want to include unmarried families and lone parents or do we want to keep we, a definition we're excluding them so go ahead and explain marriage. your position again yes, Go ahead.
4: we're excluding them by saying that if you're not in a durable relationship or married, you are not a family. So if you're not in a durable relationship, if you are a lone parent not with a romantic partner not getting Christmas cards, not getting invited to places with a partner, you are not in a durable relationship, so you're not a family and the other concern, Claire, and and again Minister O'Gorman has tried to dismiss this but the reality is there has to be a possibility of a three-way durable relationship if you have a same-sex couple with the surrogate mother of their child who is deeply involved in that child's upbringing, that has to be a three-way durable relationship, and if one of those partners dies under the current, under the recent Supreme Court ruling, they're both entitled to claim um, widow's pension or widow's Thomas Byrne,
0: what do you say to that? To three-way relationships or truples, as they're as they're known in common parlance?
1: Look, I mean, this is just probably the most egregious example of a red herring that's been ever thrown into a referendum debate, and we've had these red herrings thrown into every single referendum debate that we've had. I would ask people to read the information that comes from the referendum commission read it yourself, it's very simple. There's no European treaty attached to it like there would be in European referendums. The language is very, very simple. And we've seen so many red herrings. We've seen Pather here talk about someone wanting to leave land to a nephew uh, and a marriage invalidating the will. That's longstanding succession law in Ireland that a marriage revokes a but will. But the point that's, is that a marriage does not, revoke a will. That, and if you're no, no, now in a relationship, is, that will that revoke from, a will? That comes from laws that the Oireachtas makes. That comes from statute laws. Those because laws it, are based on the constitution. It doesn't come from the constitution. The succession, so, sorry, w- women had no rights. Uh, to their husband's property until the Succession Act in 1965. The Constitution was in place for about 30 years at that point. It comes from the Aroctus and decisions that we make. And the courts will have deference to the views of the Aroctus in terms of uh, interpreting uh, the Constitution if they're can called upon. And they have f- already... F- if, if this is passed,
0: it. though, can you, can you see a situation where three people are in court saying we have a durable relationship and therefore well, we well should we, be recognised? Well, we've
1: already had a similar case in court where the Supreme Court said that polygamous relationships weren't recognised in Ireland a number of years ago in the context context of immigration. We've already had that decision. We've had decisions like that at the European Court of Human Rights,
2: but this will change which don't that. recognise this will polygamy. Exactly. It won't change us. because not we've not already had. We're talking about
4: polygamists. We're talking about durable yes. relationships
1: not, about based yeah, we're we're not based, based on, just marriage. Just just on marriage. Okay, just, just, just,
2: just fine. Fine. The, the, the government have refused to define what it is, so they refuse to have pre ledge scrutiny, which would be the normal case where people can ask questions. In pre ledge scrutiny, TDs would be able to ask, you know, people from the department what tax differences would it make, what differences would it make to immigration, what differences would it make to succession. The government refused that. The government actually refused. Amendments in the Shannon's, which sought to define durable relationship again, and you know, even an FOI was put in by Michael McDougal to the department to find out what advice the minister had got to the consequences of this, and the minister has refused to de- to deliver that. So the, the minister is asking people to 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 put in a definition free uh, article or amendment into the constitution, which will have enormous consequences, and the constitution should not be treated in such a poor fashion.
3: Mm. No, I I, I don't Orla. agree. What we're being asked to do is to relook at our definition of the family and to see that not all families are based on marriage. And this is really important. It's really important to lone parents and, one, and, and unmarried couples. It's really important because of the legacy in which, in the way in which we've treated unmarried unmarried couples, unmarried mothers, unmarried families. But if you're and not in a the choice. you're this not a This is the family. choice that people will Let's have. And can, and yes, can They're absolutely the included in this definition, and, and it's not insulting to all so like of those. Not. And I mean, one married couples. and and parents out there who are asking for that recognition for them and their children. Brenda, go ahead. I
4: don't think anybody or most people would have had a difficulty if this proposal was simply to take out the the words on which the family is based after the definition of marriage or the pledge to support marriage. It's the durable relationships, the unnecessary word salad that is being stuffed in there that nobody seems to know what it means and that can have any number of of interpretations in the future. But at the moment it would seem to me unequivocally the fact that if you're not in a durable relationship or marriage you're not a family okay, father, yeah, like the, come back the word to you. durable
2: relationship I think only comes up once in a, in a, in a court case actually with, with Marie Baker um, and in that, in that scenario it was immigration law and durable relationship was understood in that case to be an intimate or a sexual relationship mm-hmm. which means that it actually leaves out in, in that definition uh, single it's parent families and that's, that's you know so it doesn't it's not an inclusive definition it's a a, a a term which means nothing, and I think that either the government has done a true sloppiness, or they actually want the term to be mobile in the future in terms of what it means. Like, when does a when does a, a short-term relationship become a durable relationship? What date does that happen on? These okay, are important so, questions. So, Thomas,
0: why not define durable relationship?
1: because we do that through legislation of the Oireachtas and in fact we've already done it in terms of cohabitation, we've already done it in terms of the social welfare system and lone parent families. But what we have here again is red herrings and I have to say I, I do smile when Brenda Parris says that nobody would have a problem if the wording was slightly different. Mm. It's the same voices that are opposing these referendums every well, single I wouldn't, time. I wouldn't whether, a, Brenda, a have you ever a supported a referendum? referendum? I don't know whether Padder has either. I, I guarantee if there I was did, a referendum... I supported with, the last two. I I I, I I, 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 I. You didn't support the abortion referendum. I absolutely
4: okay. did, 100%. How dare you come in here so ill-informed? And you you support the marriage equality referendum. I, I did, referendum. 100%. And if you want to look at my columns on it, I've written... Marriage equality. Yes, 100%. Go back and check it out, Thomas, because this is exactly the kind of misinformation that we're getting from the yes side that anybody who disagrees with them are right-wing conservative god-botherers. That is absolutely Disgraceful and part of the misinformation campaign—the big red Brexit bus that you have been floating around the country for the last while, trying to persuade people that if you don't support this, you're backward, you're you're conservative, you're you're ignorant, you're ill-informed. This is exactly the kind of of kind of mm. abuse and and you're, you're levelling at people who disagree with you, and it is really really dishonest of you, Thomas, okay. to come out and say that because that is absolutely not true. It's absolutely, and I want you to. I apologize. accept that. I accept okay. that. hundred yeah, percent. Okay, but but Claire, this is this percent. is the line that we're getting okay, all well, I, think, I think We've, we've, we've corrected that point. Or do you want to come in there? I do
3: because I think there is a second vote that is really critical for people. So we have one on the family and we have um, the second vote that people will make in terms of the inclusion of um, a recognition and a valuing of care in our constitution, which we believe is really important. This is the one we that, that is replaces
0: really the women in the home wording with the government shall strive to support carers and people are concerned with the language around that. that. They say that striving to support doesn't actually give carers anything. Now, why are you saying they should vote in favour of that?
3: We think it's really important because for the first time there will be in our constitution, you know, in our highest document, a recognition and a valuing of care. And care is really important in all our lives in terms of we all give and receive care. And by putting in place this recognition, it's recognising a traditional role that that women have played, but it's widening it out. And it's saying that we need to recognise care within families. And also, and I think this is really important, and we've seen this in previous referendums. This can then underpin critical policy and legislation from this government, but also from future governments. And, that, and I know, and I mean, I'm out on the doors at the moment in canvassing, and people want to see change with regard to care. And they see this as an opportunity for having a transformation with how we treat care, how we value it, how we support parents, how we support um, people, disabled people in terms of the supports that they need in their lives around personal assistance. Mm-hmm. By putting in place this this value and recognition, it's an expression of intent. Okay. And, and, and Orly, it means future governments.
0: You, you've, you've been campaigning on this mm-hmm. um, for, for decades and you believe that the people who support you want to see women in the home removed from the Constitution. Many women, Pather, believe that language is outdated. You disagree?
2: You know, I would love to see that language uh, updated uh, to be more inclusive for sure. But, you know, I, I think there's two major problems with this. Um, the the government say that a woman's place should be where she wants to be and I fully agree with that sentence absolutely but the reality of people's lives is that mothers and fathers are getting up at 6.30 in the morning they're, they're commuting for an hour and a half they're working nine hour days they're doing it all in reverse in the evening time they're on a, a treadmill because of the economic necessity of high rents and high mortgages and they don't get to spend time with their family as they would like and actually this, this does absolutely nothing for them and in real terms it actually reduces the level the level of protections that it, that it has for those and in terms of care you know so this, this, again, locates care singly within the family. So it insulates the government from any responsibility it has in terms of care for people with disabilities, older people, uh, etc. Care has never been as devalued as it is today. Like we have childcare uh, uh, providers closing on a weekly basis, nursing homes closing. Children are being put into state care that are in Unregulated emergency uh, locations. So, this is a virtue signalling meaningless husk of an amendment that does absolutely nothing for anybody. Thomas Thomas Byrne, Byrne? look, I think, Thomas Byrne,
0: a meaningless husk of a referendum. What
1: voting no does is that we would all wake up uh, on the morning after the referendum and see headlines all around the world that the Irish people decided to keep provisions in the constitution, talking about woman by her life within the home. Uh, and the state shall endeavour to ensure dot 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 uh, to the uh, mothers to the neglect of their duties in the home and that type of language remaining in the constitution and that's not something I don't think that the Irish people countenance. What the the constitutional amendment does is extend the concept of care to other people within the family uh, which is normal as the type of work that myself and Palladu do at home uh, as well as our other halves undoubtedly whether it's it's the care you talk about for people with disabilities which you rightly mentioned whether it's care for the elderly or whether it's the normal uh, ordinary day to day care that everybody does in terms of uh, dinners or bringing children to football matches or bringing elderly parents to hospital appointments or whatever... The constitution recognises that.
0: But Thomas, at the weekend, Roderick O'Gorman wrote that the women in the home, language and wording has delivered nothing for women. So why are we to believe then on the other side of this that the state shall strive to support carers is going to deliver anything on that side?
1: Well, what the constitution does is it reflects the society that we're in uh, and gives us a sort of a a framework uh, within which the Oireachtas then makes the laws that actually implement the constitution. So the constitution sets out the general principles and the rules as to how the state operates, day to day in the Oireachtas, we pass laws every day of the week and we have those debates about how best to support families, how best to support care, how best to support carers. And we do that all the time. But in our constitution, this is our founding document. This is what reflects Irish society. Uh, and I think it's time to remove those articles from the constitution. And as has been requested by lots of people, to recognise the care that is given okay. within families, I, uh, let's up and come down to the this other side yeah,
0: of this. Brenda, you, you yeah. are
4: not in favour no, of this, and also. I'll tell you why. First of all, this is more of the spin you see that we're being that we're being subjected to. Um, Thomas, of us how embarrassed we'll be in front of the world if we if we don't take this provision out of the constitution. I would say the morning after this is lost, the government will say we've got to listen to what women are telling us about the reality of their lives. The fact is, and I, again, I saw Roderick Gorman say it on Monday, this, this absolute misinformation to the effect that the Constitution currently tells women their are places in the home and criticises women. As he said in this piece, completely untrue, he said the Constitution is critical of women who choose to work outside the home. It does not. It says nothing about women who choose to work outside the home. What it says is that currently the Constitution should support, the government should support women who are being forced, difference between choosing and being forced, who are being forced by economic necessity to work outside the home, that the government should try, endeavour to, to ensure that they d- do not need to do so for economic reasons. Replacing that with some mindless, meaningless nonsense about striving to support carers. I mean, the carers who are listening to this programme, <clears throat> the 98% of whom are women, have no option to strive to do the work they do. They bloody will have to get on and do it. This will impose no obligation of any kind on the government. You will never behold before the Supreme Court to account for a failure to strive. But is there an obligation so there now to
0: protect but those women? But here's the
4: thing, Claire. there's a case due before the Supreme Court this year in which a woman, a carer, a sole carer for an 18-year-old profoundly disabled boy is trying to rely on Article 41.2 to get back the 85 miserable euro that this caring government has docked from her because her partner not her husband her partner's income has gone to 45000 a year she's caring for a boy who has down syndrome autism hypothyroidism hyperactivity epilepsy doesn't sleep. She's on 24-hour duty. The government has taken 85 euros from her. She went to the Supreme Court last November, asked that this be considered as a matter of exceptional public importance. Article 41.2 in respect of her rights as a stay-at-home carer for for a disabled boy and the Supreme Court said this provision has never, this is, I'm quoting exactly from the determination, has never been given extensive consideration in this or any other court with respect to the rights it might confer on the stay-at-home parents of disabled children. Three weeks, three weeks, Claire, after that determination was made, we got a date for the referendum. Women's Day, turn up, vote yes and get a pink cupcake and a pat on the head. Orla. It's been 87
3: years. Since this has been in our constitution, it has never delivered for not women. Not, yet. it has not, d- n- not yet. Eighty-seven years. Well, so that, mean, that, that, that means, Brenda, I just want to give order some that? time to respond up, to all of that. Go ahead. Up to now, it has been limiting for women. It is sexist. It is outdated. It solely talks about women's lives in their in the home and the duties within the home, and it, it has never given any protection. We now have an opportunity of putting something in the constitution which at least is recognising the value of care because. Like it is so important. The constitution reflects the reality of our lives. But what would you say to that women? To the ninety-eight percent of women who are caring. What would you say? to That woman's terror? place is wherever how, she wants it to be. How would this? Point. Point. And our well, I, just, I just want to hear from it it the should,
0: other side. I can't that. that. Okay, constitution constitution does, Thomas, go ahead, and then I will come back to you in a moment. Go ahead, Thomas. I mean,
1: look. I mean, Brenda's talking about a case that's coming up to the Supreme Court that might go one way or the other. I mean. Th- this case has already been lost in the High Court. Not this one. Not this it's one. It's already been lost in the High Court and yeah, the but the Supreme, Supreme Court is now looking at it. And but says that's on top of never. that's on top of eighty years of nothing coming from these particular articles. And you're telling
4: us something is going to change with this meaningless well, word salad that You're telling us you want that something's going to
1: change. The Supreme Court, if we only just wait. You, but that's not. That's in my opinion. The
4: Supreme Court has said it has never given this provision extensive consideration before. Never. And you're and saying you that all of a sudden it's going to be a radical departure from
1: Supreme Court jurisprudence on this issue. Okay. Would you think
4: that woman is going to vote yes? Woman caring I'm, for I'm that not, boy, do you think I'm
0: she's going to vote
1: yes? I would in, doubt it. Into her, into her case at all, except no, to say not, that this, the, un- she didn't win the Let's case just, in the High just Court. Just bring,
0: bring it away from that case because yeah. uh, there was mm-hmm. a choice here to delete and not replace this wording. So, why do you think it was important to replace the existing wording with what we have here around shall strive to support?
1: I think it's very important wording. I mean, the, the, what is being removed is a, a statement, really, that it is it is women who do the care within the home. That and it what's is ninety-eight percent. What's, what's been ch- no, but the, <laughs> the care that's been talked about here is care for everybody within the family, ninety-eight uh, percent, regardless done of their sorry, Brenda, I need to just give some time here. Go ahead, and we're removing that because it does stereotype uh, women into that particular role. It absolutely does. Uh, and what what the new article does then? is to recognise that there are various forms of care within family by different people. That can be very ordinary care or it can be extraordinary care. And what, this, what the article is saying is that the state will strive to support that. And again, and a very important point in all of this in terms of what our constitution does. Our constitution does not set the rate for the carer's allowance, for example. It never has and I suspect it never will. The Oireachtas does that on a day-to-day basis and the Constitution is the framework around which we work. And I think what some on the no side are looking for precision in terms of what the state's obligations are going to be in every no single, in that every single scenario that, that could confront a carer. And the Constitution is never going to do that. The just does that sure. and that's why we pass. have elections so why a democratically elected government decides how money is to be spent. But okay. the Constitution sets the so. framework for that around which we pass those
2: laws. Father. So as, uh, like, the, the point is since uh, the new year started I've strived to stay off uh, junk food and unfortunately I haven't made it. Uh, I think the government say they're going to strive to do things and if you look at the evidence they certainly haven't done it. There are about 300,000 unpaid carers uh, in this country at the moment. People with disabilities uh, and, and their carers are struggling to get the basic needs. And and actual fact, the fact that the state, the the government left out the state's responsibilities in this is a disaster. It actually is, as Tom Clonan had said, it's actually a toxic amendment that reduces the ability of people to access services from the state in, in the future. It indemnifies the states from their responsibility on this. I've also got problems that, you know, this... Uh, amendment also deletes the home uh, from uh, the the uh, constitution and it it is no um, it, it doesn't uh, shock me at all that the government are deleting the home from the constitution when there's 13,300 people why, who are why homeless. Why do you say that's happening? Because like the, the government promised to bring about a constitutional amendment to give people the right to a home and in actual fact they didn't. They brought about a constitutional amendment that actually deletes the word home from, from the constitution. It's also deleting the word woman uh, from the constitution too and I do think that's an important issue. Sorry, that's not correct. There, are there, is re- yes, there is another reference. other uh, references to women in the constitution. It is not correct. There is another reference, other references to the of the constitution, but it is deleting a reference, and that is and
0: what you're worried that this is mission creep. Like, for,
2: for, like, absolutely, the government's tried to delete the word "woman" from maternity uh, legislation. Uh, they've they've also instructed the HSE to delete uh, the word "woman" from uh, cervical check uh, documents, uh, such as people with the cervix. Uh, they've they've uh, uh, told uh, teachers to stop using the words "mother" and "father" in classrooms because it's not inclusive. And 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 well, it, 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 this has been um, uh, teachers going okay. into. In service Thomas days Brown are being told to by to Department and, and of think, Education staff be to do this.
1: Permitted to do so. Go ahead. I think it's very important. Padder talks about this: the, the home being uh, removed from the Constitution. I mean, the, the family is recognised and conti- will continue to be recognised as the fun- natural, primary, and fundamental unit group of society. That's here. That's staying in the Constitution, and we're extending that to cover durable relationships, as as we've discussed already. but That's really, really important. Marriage continues to be protected uh, under the Constitution as well. So all of these aspects of what the home is about, what the family is about, what uh, the fundamental group of society, they're all remaining in the Constitution. And what we're merely doing here is on the on the family referendum is merely extending it to other people, which is about half the population in terms of children at the moment, actually coming from from non-marital families. And in terms of uh, care within the home, saying that that's not solely the responsibility of women—that mm-hmm. women are okay. not just about life. Why didn't you add in mother and father in, in, but also in into like that if, particular? If, if our um, concern amendment.
3: here, Potter, is um, in relation to women, Article Forty One Point Two limited women's lives. And it underpinned so many barriers for women in terms so, of being able to participate yeah. just as, just as in, in society. Denim, just as Denham has
2: actually stated yeah, that, that that's that. not the case. But okay, also, friend, it's just
4: not true to say that, Orla, because the 1980 um, Murphy Tax Judgment, if you remember that, that was a case in which a woman objected to the fact that her income was being amalgamated with her husband's for tax purposes. In other words, putting them into a higher tax bracket. Mrs. Murphy went to the Supreme Court and said, this is an assault on my rights under Article 41, the one they want you to change. And is a Assault on my rights to work outside the home, and assault on my rights as a woman and as a mother and the Supreme Court said Mrs Murphy you're absolutely right and they threw that out. Oh. That was a direct support sorry. deriving
1: okay. from our... But it was, was thrown out on the equality Susan article in article 41 right. which remains in the constitution. We don't confuse
0: people I hope we've given a, a fairly clear uh, uh, view of people at what's at stake on both sides but of course people who are voting will make up their own minds on the 8th of March on both referendums thank you both very much for coming in uh, today on the programme Let's take a break.
2: Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.